12 2024 football prospects will be on Louisville's campus this weekend for official visits. We'll talk about all 12 on today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time to personally thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the show is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. We're talking all about the June 17th weekend official visitor list. 12 2024 prospects will be on Louisville's campus for the weekend. Obviously, this episode being released on Saturday, but nonetheless, not too late to talk about who will be on campus. There are a handful of guys that are already committed that will be on campus and then some notable uncommitted 2024 prospects so we'll break it down into three segments talk about the commitments the guys who are committed being on campus first and then we will break down the final two segments um into part one and part two of talking about the uncommitted guys on campus so without further ado let's get into the list um like I said, multiple 2024 commitments on campus, most notably a couple of four-star guys. TJ Capers, the number one player in the class for Louisville, 42nd overall. He's on campus. Isaac Brown, the four-star running back from South Florida. Dylan Mesman, four-star tight end from Michigan. You also have Deuce Adams, who is now a four-star quarterback out of uh, Texas, and um, on top of that, Sean Boykins, number one player in the state of Kentucky, uh, three-star wide receiver from North Harden. And then last but not least, uh, Jimmy Williams, offensive tackle out of the South Florida area, three-star offensive lineman. So um, what is that? Six commitments. So six of the 12 on campus are guys that are already committed. Now you could say, well, I mean, Dalton, how notable is this? And I don't know how you can suggest that it is not notable because at the end of the day, here's the way I look at this. Just because they are committed doesn't really mean much in terms of the grand scheme of things. You still have to get that signature on the dotted line in terms of the national letter of intent. Even then, we've seen guys are being let out of their national letters of intent, but that's a story for a different day. We're just going to talk about assuming that if they sign their national letter of intent, they're, they're likely going to end up at that respective school. And I think that we've seen guys that have been, you know, very solid commitments throughout the years, you know, when they commit as juniors or even sophomores, and then they stay solid until just a little bit before signing day, their commitment starts to waver a little bit and, Next thing you know, they flip to another school and sign their national letter of intent with a school not named the University of Louisville. So um, to make a long story short, or really to keep a long story long, because I wasn't necessarily um, getting anywhere at that point, um, a player that is committed to Louisville spending an official visit weekend in the summer at Louisville is Good for a couple reasons. Number one, it's taking away the possibility of them visiting another school that weekend. And that's something to look forward to because we've seen uh, with the new uh, official visit rules that uh, 
players are being able to go out and go see more schools than they ever had before. And that's big time. I think when you continue to work in the summer, because that's where, you know, the prime time of recruiting comes about, you know, obviously things in the summer, um, you know, the months in the summer is where schools start to make up ground in certain recruitments. They start to get serious um, with certain recruitments as well. I think that it's a matter of, you know, continuing to, um, you know, confirm that interest and, you know, be able to get players on campus, get them around the coaching staff, get them around the program. Um, some of these players that committed but were only on campus for spring practice, well, now, you know, they are, um, you know, visiting the school again, not on an unofficial visit standpoint, but now on an official visit so they're allowed to do more things, which is um, obviously beneficial to the school that they're visiting. Excuse me. Um, ultimately, I don't necessarily think you can look at this in a, uh, you know, a pause or a, a non-positive light uh, because, I mean, there's no drawbacks to getting these players on official visits. Some will say, well, why can't we wait till the the fall and get these players on official visits in the fall to where it's closer to signing day to where maybe you have a better chance of holding on to their commitments? Sure, but even then, who's to say that they can't come back for you know, visits in the fall. I mean, I don't understand why people look at this in a in a light that is not positive. Granted, I'm not saying that many are doing that, but I'm just saying that having multiple guys committed on campus is big. It's extremely important. And I've seen some say, well, these are guys that are already committed. Why are we wasting our time with – and I'm sitting here like, this is not wasting time whatsoever. This is critical to keeping commitments, to you know, making sure you hold on to commitments. And that's something that um, it can't get lost by the wayside. And I understand that probably 98% of fan bases don't see things this way. But I was talking to someone, actually just um, a, a person who – had been watching the show and uh, w was a big fan of the show, and it was extremely, uh, it was an extremely cool moment. But you know, we got to talking a little bit about, you know, the official visits in June, and you know, the guy said, "Hey, look, you know, I'm, I was extremely excited about the guys that came in in the first couple weekends, but you know, this upcoming weekend, it seems like there's just as many commitments as there are guys non-committed, and I feel like that can kind of hurt momentum a little bit. And I, I think I, I guess I understand the gist of what he's saying is that you can't, uh, or I guess the possibility of adding another commitment is maybe less than what it was with the amount of you know guys that were uncommitted on campus the past couple weekends. But what I told him was, well, think of it this way: you are kind of, um, you know working to hold on to these commitments and working to, you know, have guys like, look, you have multiple four-star guys on campus that a lot of top programs are going after. I mean, TJ Capers is a top 50 recruit for Louisville to go in and get a top 50 recruit and hold on to that commitment. It's great that he's back on campus and he's spending this weekend at Louisville rather than uh, Miami or a Florida state or in Ohio state, one of the blue bloods of, of college football. And then you have guys like Isaac Brown and Dylan Mesman, Deuce Adams, um, you know, Sean Boykins, Jimmy Williams, the six commitments on campus. This is just another, another opportunity for them to get closer to the coaching staff, to feel better about their commitment, um, and to, 
not only do that, but to network, to build up their relationships with the current recruits. But one thing that I said was the most beneficial part of this is when you are recruiting those uncommitted guys, it is definitely helpful to have six committed players on campus to try to do some convincing with the uncommitted group. One thing that we saw last year in the Flyville 23 class, there were multiple weekends to where Pierce Clarkson and company, some of those California guys joined other top players on their official visits to Louisville and actively helped recruit those guys on campus. And like I mentioned this one time, I'll mention it again over and over top talent wants to go play with top talent. And that's why I was extremely excited about this TJ Capers recruitment, not because he committed to Louisville, but also because, uh, well, not only because he committed to Louisville, I'm obviously committed. I'm obviously uh, very excited about that, but I was also excited by the timing of it. He committed back in, what, December, January, one of the two, I think it was January. But on top of that, one of the first commitments, so you have a top 50 player in the class able to do some recruiting, and that's something that you can't overlook here. And I think that the way you look at it, there's a couple reasons why this is extremely uh, beneficial for Louisville. You get to confirm those relationships. You get to continue to build other relationships with the coaching staff, with the other recruits, with the guys that are uncommitted. So you can do some convincing. You can, you know, stay in their ear, you know, try to do what you can to help them have a good time and, and just continue to, um, you know, get closer with um, all parties involved on campus, on the team, on the coaching staff, whatever may have you. So I look at this as an extremely eventful recruiting weekend um it is obviously eventful because of the guys that are already committed and i think the main one that i'm circling is obviously tj capers having a borderline five-star level player on campus again i know one thing with these top rated guys you wonder okay are they going to stay firm in their commitment are they going to flip and um this would probably be one of Louisville's what top five rated commitments of all time, maybe even higher than that. I forgot what I said earlier, but uh, it seems like Capers is sliding in the rankings just a little bit. Oh, well, I mean, who cares? He's still very talented and we know how rankings work. I mean, it is what it is. So something to focus on as we uh, go throughout the weekend and we see what happens at the end of the weekend. So um, definitely worth noting, but very solid to have half of the class coming in or half of this official visit class coming in being committed players to Louisville. So something to just focus on there. Um, I do want to now turn over into the second segment of the show where we are going to discuss two uncommitted guys that um, would be absolute game changers on this defense, Kavion Henderson and Nicholas Rodriguez. Before we talk about those recruitments and where Louisville stands in both of those, I want to talk about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs has been an opportunity that we've talked to you about for the past month or so. Um, I just got my first pair of Bird Dogs in the mail just a couple weeks ago. And look, they're game changers. I, I will say it how it is. Um, they make you look good. They make you feel good. Um, they're versatile. You name it. A lot of applications. Um you know, the khaki shorts that I got that I use for work, uh, they fit a little slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Uh, they do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. 
and you're paying significantly less than for the Lulu name. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Uh, they fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric, and they look just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit. Like I said, you don't sacrifice movement with that either. Um, Overall, I think that this is an opportunity that everyone should take advantage of. If you go to birddogs.com slash college, you'll get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. So much versatility involved. Um, definitely feel like it's an opportunity that you need to take advantage of right now. Hey, Cardinal fans, it is, in my opinion, one of the best weeks of the year. The NBA draft is coming up on Thursday evening, and Locked On has you covered. Locked On's NBA mock draft special is here, and it's bigger than ever. Follow along the entire first round in a six-episode ultimate mock draft experience only Locked On can deliver. All episodes are available now on Locked On NBA Big Board on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. But nonetheless, um, we're going to continue on talking about the June 17th football visitor list. Uh, We just talked about the commitments. There are six guys that are uncommitted on campus. We'll talk about two in this segment, Kavion Henderson and Nicholas Rodriguez. Henderson is currently committed to Arkansas, the borderline top 200 prospect 6'2 defensive lineman from Leeds Alabama is one of the most elite defensive linemen in the country I will say this I've seen multiple people ask well just how big of a chance does Louisville have with some of these guys that are committed I mean Jojo Stone LSU wide receiver was on campus last weekend Um, some other guys like uh, Jeffrey Rush, who was committed to Mississippi. He was on campus last weekend. Uh, Lakia Rowland committed to Miami, or I'm sorry, Maryland was on campus last weekend. Just how significant of a chance do Louisville have with these guys? Well, I can tell you from talking to someone close with the program, they've told me that essentially Louisville is not going to bring a recruit onto campus unless they feel like they have a solid chance in that recruitment. Now, now that's not to say that they are going to be the favorite in their recruitment or that if they bring them on campus that they're going to commit right away. That's not what I'm saying. But literally, they're not just going to to bring a recruit on campus just to bring them on. Uh, They're being very selective, even though it doesn't sort of seem that way with the amount of guys that they're bringing on campus. But nonetheless, I can tell you with full confidence that this is um, you know, a tactic that they are employing that if, if they don't feel like that, they're, that they have a solid chance to maybe uh, do some convincing on that official visit, well, it's likely that they're not going to bring that recruit onto campus. So they feel like they have a decent shot with Kavion Henderson, um, who committed to Arkansas back – I'm trying to think of when he committed back um, – I'll be able to tell you here in just a second. I do apologize. Okay, here, November, last November, he committed to Arkansas. Um, obviously has a ton of big-time offers, being rated as the number 206th best player in the country. Um, six foot three, 243 pounds, plays on the edge for Leeds High School in Alabama. Um, so he's grown a little bit and uh, has sort of transitioned to the outside of the defensive line to where he could 
possibly play, um, you know, with his hand in the dirt or standing up as an outside linebacker pass rusher. Um, but nonetheless has a ton of explosiveness, does a good job of getting after the quarterback, uh, sideline to sideline, uses that twitch and that explosiveness and also uh, that strength for his size to be able to make lives um, miserable for opposing offensive linemen. Um, this is an interesting situation because it seems like Louisville's opportunity, their window of opportunity is pretty slim. He visited uh, Georgia Tech this past weekend or I'm sorry, last weekend, Louisville this weekend, but next weekend he goes back to Fayetteville to visit the team that he is committed to. Um, so it's going to be easier said than done trying to flip a, um, you know, trying to flip an SEC commitment. Um, it just is what it is. But the, you know, the fact that they got him on campus for an official visit is something that is notable to focus on. But um, I think that, like I said, you, you do have to wonder, despite feeling like you have a chance, you know, how big of a chance is it, right? So you wonder with him going on to campus, sort of like JoJo Stone. JoJo Stone has scheduled an official visit for LSU to return. So it's going to be easier said than done, but you try to at least lay the foundation, lay the groundwork, so maybe in the fall you can continue to um, you know make up ground and try to get him back on campus for a visit but this is going to be the recruitment that you look at specifically um because he's the highest rated uncommitted guy on campus and one that you're going to have to look at and be like well how big of a chance does Louisville have just something to focus on i think that Louisville is going to have to obviously make up a ton of ground um but he's the only committed player or the player committed elsewhere on campus the first uncommitted guy that i want to talk about is Nicholas Rodriguez. Now, if you listened to the episode with Grant Mulligan a couple weeks ago, you'll remember that I said that Nicholas Rodriguez is one of my favorite defensive prospects in this class. Three-star linebacker plays uh, for St. Thomas Aquinas uh, National Powerhouse in Fort Lauderdale. He's only rated as a three-star, 521st in the nation, but the film and the offer sheet suggests that he is a four-star level player. Um, this past season, 93 total tackles. Ten of those were for a loss. He had five sacks, three pass breakups, nine quarterback hurries, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and an interception. Um, this has been a busy June. He made an official visit to Ohio State in early June. That's a place that you have to watch out for in this recruitment. He made an official visit to West Virginia last week, and now he's on campus at Louisville. He's been on the Cardinals campus for unofficials um, in the past couple months. But he is the defensive prospect that I feel like could be uh, or could contain the most pro potential. He is a prototypical NFL-style linebacker, inside guy that covers sideline to sideline, does a good job of play recognition, hits extremely tough. It's hard um, to bounce off of the hits that he lays. Um, he is a player that I feel like getting him on campus is big time, especially now that you are – after the Ohio State visit, so you can try to potentially push for a commitment. I think that Louisville has some room for linebackers in their future. I know that they have some youth at the position, but they also you know, have some need at the position as well. And I think that the linebacker position is one that you need some um, future multiple-year stars. And I look, I think Nicholas Rodriguez is a top 250 player. I'll say it how it is. I said it a couple weeks ago. I'll say it again today on June 17th because I truly believe it. Um, so this is a, one of those recruitments that you look at and say, hey, look, who knows? But this is one that I'm most excited about 
being on campus because I feel like, um, you know, not committing after that Ohio State visit, you know, maybe Ohio, excuse me, maybe Ohio State is maybe slow playing him a little bit because maybe they feel like they can go get a higher rated guy and then maybe he's a fallback option. So despite, you know, even if you were to make a commitment to Louisville, you still have to hold on to that commitment and fend off some top schools. But Ohio State is a team to watch out for here. Um, West Virginia as well. Um, let's see. I mean, even at the Ohio State visit, he said it went really great. So that's um, that, that's one to focus on. So it is what it is. But Louisville being in the mix here, getting him on a visit is something definitely to focus on. It's something that um, you hope that the cards can continue to, um, you know, maybe make up ground. I say that Ohio State's probably, if they want him, he's probably, um, you know, probably probable to go to Ohio State, but we will see. Obviously, it's only June 17th, so who knows? But nonetheless, there are still four other uncommitted guys on campus. We'll talk about all four here in the next segment. Before we do that, I want to thank you all again for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team every day. You can connect with my personal Twitter at defense underscore. The podcast Twitter page is at LO underscore Louisville. Tomorrow's episode for all you everydayers listening to the show, we'll talk about Deuce Adams being rated as a four-star now, the 2024 college quarterback commitment. Um, And actually, you know what? I forgot to talk. Uh, actually, I didn't forget to talk about but Deuce Adams was on campus um, or will be on campus, which obviously is big time. So I, I didn't forget to talk about him. But nonetheless, let's talk about the other four guys. Uh, Noah Carter, Ashton Hampton, Jason Hatch, and Fred Johnson. Noah Carter, three-star edge rusher from Peoria, Arizona, uh, ranked inside the top 600 edge rusher for Centennial High School, a player that uh, 6'3", 225-pound edge uh, we talked about it's going to be tough to take out of the West Coast with Washington, Arizona, Arizona State in the mix, uh, Washington State as well. But nonetheless, he was on campus for an unofficial visit the past couple months. Now he's back on campus for an official visit. I think that if Louisville is able to go out to the West Coast and get a West Coast prospect, I think Noah Carter is probably one that you circle. Um, very, very solid edge rusher, a guy that Louisville has been prioritizing. So I feel like um, – as tough as it is to go out to the West Coast and get commitments from players that are highly rated, I do think that um, you know you get an opportunity. Well, one thing to focus on here: Washington offered just last week, and now they have an official visit for next weekend. So you hope that Louisville can make a lasting impression on Carter's visit. Um, but one thing to look at is when you look at the scheduled official visits is that guys are going to go visit schools in you know capacities that we haven't seen before. So that's just something that you have to focus on. The other guy um, that I think is very interesting is visiting is Ashton Hampton uh, from Tallahassee, 2024 safety, six foot two, three star, ranked as the 658th best player in the country. Florida State, obviously, very very. Uh, involved in this one, along with Florida, of the two in-state schools, Arkansas and Clemson also involved. Louisville was not included in his top six. And I think that that's something very interesting. Louisville actually offered him last week. They offered him back on the 12th and getting that official visit squared away immediately. 
Um, now, the next two weekends, he's got Miami and he has Arkansas. One thing that I want to talk about, I don't know if this is true or not because, I mean, because timelines sometimes aren't necessarily as accurate on 24-7 sports. Right now, it looks like he has a scheduled official visit for Florida State on December 8th. I mean, uh, an official visit scheduled for over six months away. That just goes to show you that Florida State's probably going to get the last opportunity to recruit Ashton Hampton if they have space for him. Obviously, a guy ranked inside the top 700, so you wonder if he's going to be a player that um, Florida State is going to keep tabs on and say, hey, why don't you hold off on making a commitment? And even if you do make a commitment, we'll still be involved and see how that goes. And I, I think that that's very interesting, and it doesn't make me feel good about this recruitment. Well, we're not in the top six, but also a lot of in-state opposition to go up against for Ashton Hampton. Um, another player on campus, three-star safety from Corinth, Mississippi. Obviously, we'll recruiting a lot more players from the state of Mississippi in this cycle. Six foot two safety, Jathan Hatch. Uh, doesn't have a 24-7 sports composite ranking, but he does have a 24-7 ranking. He's ranked as the 29th best player in the state of Mississippi. But he has some pretty solid offers so far. Cincinnati, uh, Kentucky, Mississippi, and Southern Miss seem to be the offers on his uh, profile right now. Uh, looking at the timeline, it looks like Louisville is the first official visit for Hatch. Um, he got an offer from the cards back on February 25th. And um, it seems like Louisville, this is a potential recruitment to where Hatch could see a solid uh, jump in the rankings uh, after the summer heading into his senior season, after a solid senior season. So maybe Louisville is, you know, or has identified him as a player that they really, really like, and they're trying to get involved in this recruitment early on. So I think it's interesting. Like I said, you're not going to bring a player on campus, especially for an official visit, unless you truly believe that they could be a part of this class and that you want them to be a part of this class. So that's something to focus on. Um, in another state that Louisville is trying to recruit harder is the state of Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio, three-star offensive lineman Fred Johnson plays on the interior for Glenville High School, 6'5", 287 pounds, like Hatch, doesn't have a 24-7 sports composite ranking, but he's ranked as the 27th best player in the 24-7 sports uh, rankings for the state of Ohio. Vince Morrow has uh, been prioritizing him for Kentucky. So um, obviously Kentucky going after Morrow, uh, but some pretty solid power five offers thus far. Um, you look at Michigan, Michigan state, Penn state, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee have all offered Fred Johnson, six foot five, 287 pounds. Um, it doesn't seem like Ohio State is in the mix currently, but he did visit Kentucky last weekend, now on campus at Louisville. So um, it makes you wonder, um, you know, makes you wonder how much he's going to, you know, go up the rankings. It looks like he picked up a three-star back in February, so a guy who might be a late bloomer in terms of the rankings. So um, just another one to watch for. I think all 12 players are legitimate options for Louisville, especially the six that are committed. But the six that are not committed are players that I think that Louisville would definitely possibly take commitments from, um, you know, following their visits if they were wanting to make their commitments. So that's just something to focus on. But um, 
There you have it, the 12 recruits that will be on campus over the 2024 class, the official visit weekend for the June 17th weekend. So we'll see if any commitments arise from this weekend. Uh, we'll see what happens um, in the next week or so. But that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great day, and we will see you right back here tomorrow.